2: Hey, everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey, everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Hey, everyone, it's Call Me Adam. Welcome to season two of my podcast, Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. This season, we are focusing on my guests' legacies and lessons learned, as well as some other fun topics I hope you'll enjoy. Before we get to my guest, I'd like to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to my show. I'd also like to give a special extra shout out to my Patreon family for supporting this podcast on a deeper level. If you'd like to find out about membership, visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. Now, on today's episode of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam, I am chatting with artistic director of the hit off-Broadway theater company, Abington Theater, chad austin when we come back i'll be chatting with chad about what he wants for his legacy lessons learned abington theater's i will campaign and much more so stay tuned hi chad
0: hi adam thanks for having me you're
2: welcome or should i say hello lovers (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that oh, i'm gonna get teased real big time for that because <laughs> yes thank you for that i i get a lot of hello lovers making fun of me every once in a while <laughs> yes i love
2: i love your instagram every post starts with that hello lover
0: ah, thank you thank you i feel like at one point i have to let it go but i just don't want to i don't want to let it go it makes me smile and i'm glad it makes you smile a little it bit it
2: does <laughs> It does. How how did you come up with starting your post that way?
0: You know, I just, full disclosure, I don't even recall, but a a friend of mine for many years, over 20 years, and one of my first friends in the city, Um, When he and I used to run into each other on the street, we would just say, hello, lover. And it just would, (laughs) it would just tickle both of us.
2: Well, let's get into everything because we have so much to talk about. Let's start with your legacy. You've been the artistic director there since 2018, but prior to that, you were the associate artistic director from 2016 to 2018. Um, So with all of your time there, what shows... That the Abington Theater has produced, um, are you most honored to have in your legacy of your time thus far at Abington?
0: Wow, what a what a great question! And um, first of all, it's been you know quite the ride, and I know I've seen you on 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 a lot of it. We shared a great fun opening night, a few of them, but I know also yes. gala. I believe it was when we were honoring Donna Murphy. In yes, 2007,
2: seventeen-ish yes. or 18. eighteen. Yeah, and, we,
0: and I directed "Closer Than Ever," honoring Miss Donna Murphy.
2: Yes, yes, that was our first, uh, our first
0: interview together on yeah. the red, uh, on the red carpet on the red carpet, and you were so fantastic so thank Aww. you again and thank you for having yeah. me back today oh my gosh, god you're so it just got me into this legacy place but yes um you know i think i i think if i truly could answer um honestly i think one of my i guess fondest memories and uh, something i'm proudest is, is over the last couple years as artistic director i created new programs that brought to the stage for the first time new shows And um, that series is called the one night only series. And I brought um, a play called the prompter to the Lucero Lortel theater starring Oscar winner Estelle Parsons Mm -hmm. um, written by Wade Dooley. And the idea of bringing new work by up and coming writers um, and those pieces then going on to be produced um, in main stages, whether they were our. Our main stage or mm-hmm. that show particularly was um, got produced um, at Bay Street Theater by Scott Schwartz Yeah, with a nice nice run. And then mm-hmm. also we did a piece called Robin and Me, uh, My Little Spark of Creation in the same series by a great writer called Dave Drexler. So I think I would be sort of proudest of, of those contributions to the New York stage um as well as um last year we produced um critically acclaimed Get on Your Knees at the Lucille Hotel by by Jacqueline Novak. I don't know if yes. you had a chance to see that. I
2: didn't get to see it, but I I knew about it.
0: Adam, you should have called me on that one. Uh, that was a tough ticket to get, but I would have gotten I know. You that ticket. Yeah, that Did was a New York John Times. John Early. Um, John Early directed it. Yes. Yeah, and I I was really, I actually, um, you know, that piece was brought to me in its sort of second incarnation of it. I was looking for a a co-producer to transfer it. But, you know, the reason I'm sort of proud of that piece as well, or that being part of my legacy as the first year as artistic director is that it was certainly an edgier piece. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, The title will say that, (laughs) you know, (laughs) alone, you know. Um, And so it wasn't exactly, it may not have been done prior years before I was artistic director. Mm -hmm. And um, it's sort of, I I just wanted, I'm saying that because for me, that was a big deal just to to trust my own instincts and maybe this is different than what the patrons have been seeing for the past 27 years.
2: Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, listen,
0: this is a, a story um, that is it beautifully told and um, it really paid off. I mean, it was a huge hit and I think extended a total of three times and mm-hmm. best of best of 2000 and year um by the new york times you know <laughs> mm-hmm. I, at this point i don't 2019 2018 i, think, yeah. I don't know 2026 where are we <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so i think bringing those new works to to an audience is is what i would um hold dearest in my heart at the moment
2: i think that's beautiful and i think you do have to take risks like that because Um, I mean, like you said, some patrons might not enjoy a a show like that, but you're going to have the patrons that are like, oh, this is great. This is fresh. This is new. And, um, you, you know, you you do have to shake things up because otherwise Mm -hmm. it's just like the same thing over and over. And then it also gives people the opportunity to be like, look what Chad did. I mean, he, he took a risk and everybody wants to remember the risk takers.
0: Thank you. And I, I, one of my board members, um, who I didn't expect to say this, she said, quote, her favorite thing about going to see Get On Your Knees was that the theater was full of young people. Mm. And it really, you know, I was like mission accomplished.
2: Yes. You
0: know, I mean, to get young people to go to the theater is, is, you know, we don't have that problem. We grew up going to the theater. Right, you know, but these, right. These were people seeing the show that wouldn't go see a Broadway show every Friday night. Mm-hmm. You know, so I loved that.
2: It makes a it makes a big difference because the younger generation is the next generation that's going to keep the theater going. So, mega kudos to you for for getting that Thank audience you. there. So, Thank you. um, what is now? I don't know if you can. Um, I don't know if you could really answer this next one. But um, are there any shows uh, that you've done that looking back, you're like, oh, God, I wish that I didn't do that?
0: Uh you know, I, I uh, as, I'm, as I'm thinking about it, I think about it. <laughs> no, I really I really don't. I think I could have done things differently or, you know, whether it was, oh, I wish somebody else would have been at the, or I would have made a different choice that whoever was at the helm of that piece. Mm -hmm. But I'm proud of all the work that truly, because at some point, you know, you have to be um, a ground level for for certain pieces. And I Mm -hmm. feel like even if we were just at that ground level moment to give it a developmental reading or or a, a first workshop, you know, it may not be the piece that I wanted it to end up being in my own mind. Mm-hmm. Um but no I I can't say I would I would do any of it over again. I'll okay well, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Give me a few years, though, Adam. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We'll talk we'll well, well, about well, this in 10 years.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. And then we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, speaking, see, again, you're like segueing right into my next topic. Um. X amount of years from now, when you're no longer artistic director, what do you want? Well, actually, I think you kind of answered this. But what do you want people to remember? about the time that you served there?
0: Mm. Um, I, I think that I, I think one of the most important things for me when I took over was that I wanted to be an open book. Mm. So I hope that people will think that when I was working, that I was completely transparent about the work I was producing, mm. that I was open to reading. I mean, I... I made a policy for my entire team that we try to, um, and this may not seem like much to people. They're like, really, it's not a big deal. But we, we, you know, like, oh. but we respond to every single submission and email mm. from all over the country. You know, I, I that was very important to me when mm-hmm. I took over that I wanted to be the theater space, the theater company that didn't ignore... You know, young artists that were sending their resumes and their mm-hmm. their scripts in. So I and it it's not easy, you know, because mm-hmm. you can't imagine how many that you actually get. And I have yes. a team, luckily that that helps me with that. But I, I really wanted that to be to to be something that was imp- that was important to the integrity of the company that I led.
2: Mm-hmm. That is so important. I would be
0: thrilled that someone, if anyone, years later or whenever said Mm -hmm. oh you know they were very kind and they even if they didn't even get a chance to read our script they responded to the correspondence you know they had correspondence with us and and put it in the pile whatever the process may be for depending on director actor playwright choreographer Mm -hmm. we get all kinds of fun things
2: yes no that's very important and and it's very good and I mean if I'm going to be fully transparent and I guess since it is bearing it all you know Every, I don't necessarily respond to every press inquiry I get, but I'm trying hard to be better at it. And I will say, even if I have to turn down an interview, the person is always appreciative that I did take the moment to respond. So I do have to remember that more often and, and try to be better. Even if I can't do the interview, I still should just write back and say, I'm sorry, you know, hopefully another time.
0: Yeah, I think about it when I was a young artist, and I guess that's why it's important to me, and I didn't have any connections to any big artistic directors mm-hmm. or even fancy friends, you know, that sort of thing. So I got so many unanswered, I mean, they weren't they weren't emails, they were like packages. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right the days when we people, used to write
2: a real letter.
0: Write a real letter or send a postcard with, mm-hmm. you know, all of this information. So. You know, and so there are just days like not to drop a name, but, you know, just yesterday I wrote a I wrote a thank you email to the glorious human known as Judith Light. And within 20 minutes, she sent me a beautiful email back thanking me for my beautiful email. And I just thought, mm. if Judith Light has time to respond to an email, then yes. I can find time to to respond to an email. So. There, there, it's kind of a, a full a full circle moment for me when it comes mm. to the transparency and the the open open door policy of Abingdon.
2: That's so important, and it's so nice to hear that you have that. And and it is is, I mean, I know you said at first it seems like a little thing, but it really is a big um, it really is a big thing, and it's great that you do that.
0: Thank you. Yeah, Thank you're
2: you. welcome. You're welcome. Um. How do you feel you've expanded Abington Theater's artistic legacy?
0: Um, I think I think it goes back again to sort of the younger artists that I'm um, representing and bringing to the stage. I feel like we're bringing a younger audience, and I don't want to say hipper, but I will. I'll say hipper audience, and I think we're now looking for um, pieces that speak to a to a, a. different side of the theater Mm -hmm. we also have been bringing more music period Mm -hmm. um to abingdon we i've done three musical workshops you've come to our galas which have now become since i started directing them they've now become all musical Mm -hmm. um and then i also started a series called um broadway on the bowery it's a downtown venue that sort of meets um uptown broadway artists with downtown vibes of mm-hmm. you know all kinds of craziness which i'm really excited to get back to that program you've got to make it to this to dwayne park yes to see yes. Broadway on the bowery
2: well when live theater comes back i know we can't wait <laughs>
0: I can't wait. And you will be there. Everything. You are always welcome. Just know that.
2: Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I love the work. I mean, I've been coming to to shows at Abington Theater for for several years now. And it's always, always, always enjoyable. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Let's take a... um, Let's... Actually, I do have one more question before we take a quick break. Um, What is... um, what are what are those what's the most challenging part to being artistic director of, of a of a off broadway theater company <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, i'm like how much time do we have <laughs> um i think i think the most challenging time uh, the most challenging part truly is that you know um even though it is a dream job to be an artistic director there are so many other hats that you have to wear you know, and so what I've learned the most about it is that I have to be, you know, it's not just, ooh, I want to do this play. It's how am I going to find the funding for this play? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's everything about that. Um, so I think the most difficult thing, even though I, I really, some people are surprised when I say this, but I actually really enjoy the fundraising portions of it, because uh-huh. I think you can be creative within them. Mm-hmm. Um Hence the, I will campaign was also part of a fundraiser, you know? Mm. So I thought you could mix the creative and the financial portions of the theater company and people aren't just sending money for no reason. They're, they're joining a campaign. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I would, I think that it's, it's, it's juggling all the different hats. Um, That is the most difficult um, portion because You know, I won't speak for all nonprofit theater companies in New York, Mm -hmm. but the staffs are usually rather small. Mm -hmm. So everybody is doing a little bit of everything.
2: Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for sharing that. As I mentioned earlier, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll discuss Abington Theater's I Will campaign and do some rapid fire questions to find out even more about Chad. So stay tuned.
1: Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price, with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya, I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place. Go to your happy prize,
0: Priceline. Febreze is a proud partner of Can't Cancel Pride. However you choose to express yourself, Febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way. Have an amazing pride from Febreze.
1: Growing up as a latchkey kid in a small town in Maine, I always assumed I was safe. After all, unless it makes national news, murder isn't something people talk about around here. But that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Murder, She Told is a true crime podcast featuring crime stories, unsolved murders of missing persons, and baffling cold cases from my home state of Maine, New England, and small towns across America. These are the crime stories your hometown doesn't want to talk about. The mysteries buried deep in the newspaper archives of local American history. These are the homicides you've probably never heard of before. Through detailed storytelling and connections with family, friends, and investigators closest to the case, Murder, She Told will hit home for any true crime fan, whether you're from Maine or from away. Visit MurderSheTold.com to suggest your hometown crime story, and subscribe now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. I'm Kristen Seavey, and this is Murder, She Told.
0: Hey, everyone, this is Chad Austin, and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam.
2: And now we're back. As I said before the break, we're going to talk about Abington Theatre's fantastic I Will campaign. So can you tell us a little bit about the campaign, how you want people to help promote it?
0: I started the I Will campaign, which um, really is just a proclamation of a hopeful future in the theater for theater makers and theater patrons. It came to me actually, um, full disclosure, since this is bearing it all, <laughs> um, out of my own out of my own desperation and feeling um, pretty hopeless during in the in the beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. and just really being afraid for the future of theater, for my own personal future, um, and 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 my loved ones, I have a large community of artists that are are my family. And I just was seeing all of this um, material that was, I missed the theater. Will we ever go back to the theater again? And I just wanted to, I just woke up and I was like, what if we can change the narrative for just a tiny bit, even if it's just one day, that we Mm -hmm. can just say, I will create theater. I will write a new musical. I will direct. And so I brought the idea to my team and they loved it. And then we went from there asking friends and colleagues um, from all over the globe. And we had um, Olivier award-winning star, Ruthie Henshaw, sending her I will. She said, I will use jazz hands again, which of course <laughs> is incredibly charming. Um, so we asked everyone to you know, just tell us what their I will would be. And then we made this really inspiring, I think, video and shared with the community. and. You could sign up for your own "I will." and it it just also meant that patrons could could sign up and say, "I will support live theater mm. w- when it's possible." So you know, it i I think it was a success, and it's an it's our ongoing mission for this year, our twenty eighth season.
2: Wow. I love that. I love how you wanted to change the narrative and make it positive because there was definitely at the beginning, even now, I still see, people saying how much they miss theater. And, and I like that idea of changing the narrative to make it more positive and more like also aligning the stars that theater will come back and, and you know, what are you going to do to help bring it back?
0: Exactly. And that's that's why I really wanted to to change it just to tweak it a bit. You know, I mean, I obviously still miss the theater, but I want to, I want to see myself in the future of theater. And I I thought it was great also for young artists mm-hmm. that if you're young right now and you're just moving to the city or thinking about moving to the city, I think it's really hard to see see yourself up there. Mm-hmm. You know, when I moved to the city 20 years ago, um, <laughs> you know, we, we I I'll speak for myself. Adam. You know, I would go and see the big Broadway shows or walk by them and 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 just be so inspired by art and theater. So I. I really thought let's let's make sure that we as leaders are 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 showing a pathway to um, a future a brighter future.
2: Yes, yes, I I, I agree. I, I'll go with you on the twenty years ago walking through <laughs> the city. Um, I mean, now when when I walk through Times Square, I mean, I'm still excited to see all the billboards up and everything, but it is there is definitely a, a small part of me that's like cringes a little because I know there aren't performances happening and there is an energy like before the pandemic happened when you walk through Times Square and the theater district and you see the lights and you know what's happening is is amazing things are happening inside these theaters and and yeah I can't wait for the day when when we get to go back into a theater and watch a live performance and um I think that's one of the reasons I've been so happy to still be able to also produce podcast episodes during this time because just to keep the momentum going and to to let people have an outlet to hear people talk and interact and um
0: absolutely being able to do to produce your own art
2: yeah you know, it's
0: incredibly powerful and you were able to and if i would have called you i'd be like adam what is your i will you know and your i will is i will produce these podcasts.
2: Yes. Yes. You know. Well, I, I'll I'll sign up for an I will and put it out there.
0: Thank you. Do You're do please do. And you can sign up on our website. You can we can send you artwork and um, join the campaign. And it's ongoing. And I hope it stays as part of um, as part of my legacy at Abingdon. I hope that it stays there um, as as hope for a future in this really really dark. Time, Mm -hmm. You know, I think it hits me. I'm sure it hits people in the industry differently each day. And there Mm -hmm. are good days and there are bad days. And today is a relatively good day feeling optimistic about the future of theater. But, you know, two weeks ago, it might have been different.
2: Mm -hmm. So I look
0: at I look back to, to that I will campaign often. That's wonderful.
2: And, and can you just tell everybody, um, Abington's website, so they know where to go?
0: Yes, it is www with an dot org perfect so well, theater
2: everybody listening, go to abingtontheater dot org and uh, sign up for the I will campaign and um, let us know how you're gonna cre- what you're gonna create. Well, let's move into um rapid fire questions. so uh, We'll start with uh, favorite TV show.
0: The West Wing. Mm.
2: Favorite musical? Carousel. Mm. Uh, That's a musical I've never seen.
0: Okay, see, we have problems. Oh, God. I love it. I love it.
2: I will have to see a production somehow.
0: Yeah, and that's going to be difficult now because you have to see the right production. Yeah. I love it. So... But I I, I I stand behind my decision.
2: Okay. <laughs> favorite play?
0: Fairy Child mm-hmm. by Sam Shepard. It's dark and twisted, and, but it's been my favorite play for 40 years.
2: Wow. Uh, favorite cereal?
0: Ooh. I don't eat cereal anymore, so I'd have okay. to go with when I was a kid, Fruit Loops.
2: Yes. When I was
0: a kid, Fruit Loops was my favorite cereal, so Love I'm it. gonna go with Fruit Loops. <laughs>
2: that was my second favorite sugar cereal as a kid.
0: What was the first one?
2: Uh, Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. And Apple Jacks okay. still is my favorite. Sugar That's the cereal. one that had
0: like it's like the cinnamon squares, right? Is that?
2: Uh, that no, Apple Jacks is like the uh, ar- orange and green circles uh, with the little yeah, yeah. red things on it. Yeah, got it. Yeah, got it. <laughs> favorite comfort food.
0: mac and cheese yes Mm. yeah
2: uh coffee or tea and how do you take it
0: coffee uh light and sweet
2: favorite game show
0: family feud yes i've been playing with the boyfriend we we play it on we scream at the television
2: (laughs) oh i love it (laughs) (laughs) uh favorite board game i mean you might have answered
0: with chess Chess. Chess. I don't know if it's a board game, but we played Taboo the other night with some Uh friends. I know it's not really a board game, but. Yes. um, It's a game you act out. Yeah. So I, I loved that. It was fun. It was fun.
2: Go to karaoke song.
0: Endless love.
2: Oh. With a partner.
0: Yes. Although I can sing both parts. (laughs) 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 I'm totally ready.
2: (laughs) Uh, Go to emoji when texting.
0: Oh, I'm really bad at kisses and hearts. Oh. Oh yeah, I I heart everything. Again, yeah. I'm I made I made fun of a lot for the hearts.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it goes with the hell lovers. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's my truth. It's yes. gonna speak my
0: truth. Yeah, but exactly. hearts and kisses.
2: Yeah. And uh, lastly, boxers or briefs.
0: Oh, I had to think briefs, briefs. <laughs> 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 you took you took me out there for a second. I was taken aback. I was like, oh, "Yes,
2: well, you probably weren't expecting to go there." I
0: wasn't ready for that. <laughs> no,
2: no. Well, I'm glad I could surprise you. That's all the rapid fire questions. Yes, very well done.
0: I got through it. I got through it. You did. You did.
2: (laughs) Oh, we are unfortunately out of time for today's episode. Part two of my interview with Chad Austin will be coming soon, where we discuss lessons learned. So stay tuned. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story, for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had
1: sub
2: find more episodes of bearing it all with call me adam everywhere you stream podcasts for my print and video interviews visit my website callmeadam.com follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on facebook twitter and instagram and finally if you really want to get involved Support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advanced notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite swag.